Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of The Bandit Show. Joined back by Luke again. And for the first time since episode one, Paul Bennett's joining us. <laughs> um, I should get money for that. Got, <laughs> got something special. We're going to be predicting the NFL awards for the year. Um, see if any of us are mystics. Uh, not like Chris, the QB whisperer. Right, um, so I think I'm going to start with the rookie awards. Um, I've got to look. Do you want to start with your offensive rookie of the year? Uh, so my offensive rookie, I've probably gone a bit of a curveball and a bit out there. I've gone DeAndre Swift for the Detroit Lions, running back, taken third in the second round. Yeah, 35 overall. Um, the sort of running back class didn't go as high as it normally does. I mean, I know we had, um, I think it was one or two in the first, I think it was just one in the first, and he um, he just dipped out of that first round. But I, I, it's obviously just a, a pure yeah. prediction point of view. We don't have a clue what this play is going to look like. We have no idea. But um, I feel like the Lions will have a bit of a resurgent season. I think Matt Stafford will have a good year. Uh, it'll be his second year with his um, with his OC, and I think they'll have a decent year. They've been crying out for a running game for for a number of years, and it always seems to twenty five years. Yeah. Twenty five years since Barry Sanders went. Yeah, it's basically the thing that always feels like it's holding that offense back. Because I'm a big fan of Matt Stafford, and I think he's um, he's a he's an elite QB in the league, and he just never seemed to have that run game uh, to lean on. So, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, DeAndre Swift. He can bring something new to the, the Lions. The Lions have been lacking for a while. Yeah. But, again, they're in a tough division. Uh, it could be like Josh Jacobs for the Raiders last year. Tough division. They weren't winning that many games, but still stealing the show yeah, for their team. That's solid, yeah. I think running back lends itself a little bit for... Um, to sort of hit the ground running, obviously not yeah. literally, but I feel like you always seem to, like tight ends, they always seem to struggle year one, um, if, whether that's down to the more blocking assignments and things of that nature. But I always feel like running backs, um, if they're going to be good, they, they sort of, they start, what, they start early and take off. Surprised you didn't go for a first rounder. Not Joe Burrow. I, know, I want it to be a bit out there. I didn't just want to put like not. It's not always first rounders who win these uh, awards. Like what was it, Darius Leonard? What round was he? Was he yeah. five? And he he won he won Defensive Player of the Year. So I couldn't just pick two first rounders. I have. Yeah. <laughs> Paul's picked one and two. With that one, let's let's go. Uh, Paul, what have you got for your offensive rookie? Well, everybody must be thinking Joe Burrow because they're not, they're not as bad as they make out the, the Bengals. But it's our position, isn't it? Really our position. I really like the CD Lamb signing for Dallas. Uh, his problem may be touches because they've got so many ball players there. So that's why I didn't pick him. But he, he really, really will. I think he'll do really well with them, with all the other players that they've got. But running back, and it was a luxury pick for Kansas City because... This is the guy that, as Luke said, it's a position that is 
easier to make an immediate impact as a rookie. And they've got absolute weapons all over that field. They've got the Mahomes there, uh, Tyreek Hill, uh, Travis Kelsey. Who are you going to put on Clyde Edwards Hiller? He's going to get so many opportunities there. Uh, I'd be surprised if he doesn't get it. Yeah. Could look like it's, another Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't even have to be that. He doesn't even have to be that because there's just going to be holes everywhere, isn't there? I'd, you're going to have to have your safeties deep. You're going to have to have plenty of uh, secondary in there. And they're pretty good, aren't they? They're pretty good anyway. They haven't Imagine really lost anybody. Imagine it's, how happy he was going to the, to the Chiefs yeah. with Kelsey, oh. Tyree, Kill, Mahomes. If he's good enough, and if he's too good, then he won't play with Mahomes for the rest of his career because he won't be able to pay him. But if he's yeah. that sort of level of player where they can afford him in four or five years, he's probably yeah. going to play his whole career with Mahomes and well, do very well from it. The thing with running backs is because they tend to be a little bit cheaper and they have quite a short expected shelf life. Adrian yeah. Peterson is it's like, you know, I'm Frank He's Gold. a big outlier in that. Yeah, the throwbacks. Frank but, Gold, they're just... They're throwbacks. Different yeah, yeah the, the 1980s running backs, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> they were still playing. But now you'll plug and play someone for three or four years, and when the rookie deal's up, you'll draft someone else. Yeah, yeah, it's sort yeah. of a make a big impact for a short time, and then yeah, look at the you've got Bell players like that. Uh, you know, once they get to Gurley, they get to that big contract stage. You pay them, and they end up getting burnt, don't they? It's not Just paying draft someone else. Backs, there's not been there's not been a good deal for a running back yet. <laughs> Obviously, McCaffrey was paid in the off season, but up to now there hasn't been a running back paid that's been that's put one or two years where you think, all right, that was worth it. Like Zeke's yeah. not been what he was before he got paid, and Gurley obviously hasn't been the same. Bell's not been what he was. So, and I mean, it's so it's not easy to find a replacement, but like you see, you pick up players like Austin Eckler, who's now been paid by the Chargers, who's an undrafted free agent. You've got players like Alvin Kamara, who went, I think, in the third round. You get these running backs all over the place, and you can replace them a lot easier. You can find them in later rounds. It's a passing league, isn't it? So, with all the money being invested in tackles, receivers, tight ends and quarterbacks, the value of the running back potentially has dropped, although a great running back will win you a Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, Derek Henry just got paid not long ago. Yeah, um, yeah, sorry, yeah. Was that this looked, off-season? Yeah, it looked yeah, like they weren't going to pay him because they franchise tagged him at first and then they yeah, they have paid. But, but if he was back. a quarterback, playing at that level as a quarterback, they'd have paid him without a second consideration. Yeah. Yeah, well, they paid Ryan Tannehill, haven't they? Before they paid, them. yeah, they've, they've really paid Ryan Tannehill. That was, yeah. I mean, he was you, a, he played a bit well. salty there, then. No, I'm, I'm, I'm really not. I'm, I'm happy for him, but I, I don't think he's that quarterback. I've said before, I don't think he's the quarterback to take anyone to a Super Bowl. It depends on the system, doesn't it? I mean, at Miami, it perhaps wasn't his system, but behind a good ground game and an offensive line that can give him some time. He's very. He was very good last year. 
He was, but I, I also have to point out he threw, was it three playoff games? And he also had probably a combined 400 yards over three playoff games. I don't think yeah, he was 400, but I actually think he was less. And I think yeah. the majority of them, them yards actually came when they were down big against the Chiefs and they were having yeah. to throw to get back in it. He yeah. threw some of that like 89 yards to the, the Patriots, yeah. but it's one of those things in it. I mean, if you don't have it's to, you, was have to you, can, you can then just yeah. keep a quarterback for years and years and years without wearing tear on them. Yeah. He, did, yeah. he did his job at the end of the day last yeah. year. Um, he did what Mariota wasn't doing, which is protect the ball. Good Play action that was great in Tennessee last year. Yeah. Um, we have really got off on a tangent here. I was just going to say, I'm Raiders in bed. I've got my, my offensive rookie of the year. Um, I've tour. Of course. <laughs> I would have been disappointed if you just said anything else. I, I debated going for Joe Burrow because Joe Burrow is going to start week one. And I feel like that's yeah, probably yeah, the advantage that he has. But I feel like this is this is it. Tua is healthy. He's been cleared by all medical doctors. There's no time. No pre-season games. Only just going down into training camp. Complete rookie. Who's, who's week one then? Who's week one? We've got the Patriots week one. Where? At Foxborough. Oh, he's travelling up to Foxborough first game. Fitzpatrick's going to do it. He's going to do what he did last time. He's going to go in and he's going to beat them. I so love Fitzpatrick. Is Fitz starting the year then? So, yeah, it seems like Fitz is going to start. If we had a preseason, I reckon Tua may have started. Yeah, you'd have, you'd have seen Tua in a, in a number of those games. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh. It's a shame, really. It's probably not done him any favours, not having a preseason. Some players probably not affected him, but the quarterbacks, it's always nice to get in. And, the the think, teams with the most stability will do better. They've, they've, set everything up, they've set everything up well for him. He's got Devontae Parker had a breakout year last year. Looks like he's going to be his number one pick. Um, they've uh, restructured the offensive line and they've got two solid running backs that should help carry a load for him. He's just got to pop and then big moments, which if his college career is anything to go off, he can really pop when he yeah. wants. The thing is, the quarterback, I know, I know we talked about running backs sort of lending themselves a little bit to starting fast. Quarterbacks don't have to have great years to win it. Like, they don't need as good a year as a running back to win it. They just, it's a little bit in a way like MVP and what have you. It's like, if no one's really popped, it's like, let's give the quarterback. So, and to be honest, I don't think Herbert will play much next year. He could, no. I think he'll play less than eight games. It's just basically two versus Joe Burrow, unless someone like the two guys we spoke of. Really, I, think, I think if Herbert was starting, then I'd, I'd lean towards Herbert. Yeah, yeah, high IQ quarterback, and he's got probably the best. Got some serious weapons. Yeah, it's just his old line, really. Yeah, the uh, the they strengthened their old line to an extent, but I still think one side is still pretty weak. Um, I think they want to give Tyrod a little a little go. From, from what Plus, I've the Chargers only ever start playing in October anyway. They don't turn up in September. That's yeah, man. Tyrod might. No carry this until uh, October and get them a couple wins and then come up with the young kids time to shine yeah, yeah. Uh, 
I'll go reverse my defense player of the year. I was gonna go. I was gonna go Chase Young uh, in the same way that um, Nick Bosa made a massive impact last year, surrounded by other great tackles. Um, but I think I'm going. Is it Isaiah Simmons who was drafted by the Cardinals? Yeah. Yeah, I had him at two. I had him at two. Yeah. Um, all around player, and I feel like a team that's going to look really fun all year round. He yeah. can really shine on because it might not have the highest skill, like level of skill. He might break out of the mold a bit more, like really stand out. He's in a solid team to start with, isn't he? Yeah. The yeah. only the only issue possibly with it is potentially the lack of position and lack of preseason may hinder him. Because I mean, it, obviously they'll they'll have in a set idea where they want him to play. But I think initially that was a question mark. Is he linebacker or is he sort of big roaming safety? And like you're saying, it, it's the arrows of a full team with good offence and because they have got a potentially high-powered offence that could lend itself to Simmons. The defence is just going to be there to make uh, big plays and try and turn the ball over when they can and that could work out well for him. That sort of positionless thing might be why he um, why he dropped so far down in the draft because yeah. he was expected to go top back. Yeah, everyone had him at four to the Jennings, didn't they? That's uh, that's my pick. I feel like he's just going to make an impact from day one. Um, yeah, I had, I had him at two. I, I think he'll go. I think he'll go well this year. Yeah, but again, another person going into a really tough division, which yeah. is a problem. He faces yeah, probably, it's it probably the best. It's the best. Um, it's the best uh, division in football. Yeah, having to cover, he's going to have to cover uh, George Kittle twice a year, which is going to be a tough, tough job for him. Um, George Kittle just got paid today, didn't he? He's, oh, did he? Yeah, he's got oh, an extension. He's got a five-year extension. Wow, seventy-five Worth million. It. Worth it. Um. So the new Gronks are around for a while in San Fran. Yeah, which is crap for Rams now. Yeah, so continuing our reverse order, Paul. Yeah, well, I'll, I had it the other way to you. I went Simmons and then I thought Young. The thing is, football team's front seven, or certainly the defensive line, is pretty good. So he's going into a good rotation. The offence is pretty poor. So they're going to spend a lot of time on the field. And a big thing for somebody to win a Rookie of the Year is to be a big name. So, because he was the first defensive player picked, everybody's going to be looking at him. So he's going to get an awful lot of highlight reel if he performs. So he's in prime position. And that's always a big thing. So if he has a, re if he has a decent season, he'll do well in that uh, contest. And... There's a lot of players, the Sweat, Alan Payne, Ryan Anderson's coming through a little bit. Uh, Ryan Kerrigan's still there. So they've got a really good rotation there. So he doesn't have to do anything all the time. Can, I think he'll make an impact. And he's just acquired a great defensive coach in Ron Rivera. Yeah, and Del Rio, Del Rio as well. Yeah. Who who's not going to sit back and do what we've done for the past four years, which is just let teams rush for and let teams pick us apart. 
Yeah, but Ron Rivera builds solid defences. I mean, even last year he had a solid defence until when Carolina looked all right until injuries came in. Yeah, yeah. Who's your been Nick Bosa from last year. Mm-hmm. I think surrounded so. by talent, and then he can just break through and get what he needs to, needs to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I was going to go Chase Young for the basically the same reasons we've just touched on. Like he's on an unbelievable line. He's high profile player. Or, uh, he's going to be on the field a lot. I've gone again a little bit of a curveball. Um, I've gone Derek Brown for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, I think he, from what I've seen and what I've heard, he seems like he's going to be a good player. To feel like he could hit the ground running. Um, again, like we said about running backs, I think the D linemen always seem to sort of lend themselves to starting, starting quick. I think similar to Nick Bosa. Obviously, Aaron Donald a couple of years ago was the same. Um, I don't know. I've just got a little bit curveball. Throw someone's name out. I was on an iron, like I said, with Chase Young, but I thought I'd just uh, talk about someone different. Yeah. Um, that's your right. Your right to be wrong. Well, Carolina. Carolina have just not very good. Reset <laughs> rather than rebuild, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, it's, new coach, seven it's, defensive it's, players drafted, and then yeah, ready to try and compete next year. The Panthers will be good this year. I don't think I've seen some people putting them at like two and fourteen, and I just think you've got Christian McCaffrey, who is the best running back in football, arguably. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater is a solid quarterback. We spoke about him in past episodes. There's there's a lot of sort of pieces that are right, I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl, but I, I think they've got a good team. They're a five win team, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> it just I think it seems like the problem with a lot of the things, like a lot of teams this year, is that they're just in a division with two other good teams. They've got the Saints and the the Bucks in their division. Mm. I think the Falcons aren't well, exactly yeah. too shabby. You know, they've got it's the pretty similar in a way to the, the West. There's, there's sort of four solid teams, and unfortunately, one of one of the teams is going to probably come unstuck in divisional games, and yeah, it, you know, so they're going to fall down. And in a similar way that we had like the Packers last year, who would not were they thirteen and three? They were they weren't a thirteen and three yeah. team. They weren't that good. Um, you could they have won. the Packers were eight and one. In yeah. games that were decided by one score, yeah. including yeah. Well, two games against the Lions that they stole. Yeah, well, I think I think your brother mentioned that they were leading for about a minute in over those two games. Something crazy like that. It was zero seconds actually. Oh, was it actually yeah, zero kicked, seconds? The, yeah. Kicked game-winning field goals as the clock went. I mean, like I said, going back to the sort of other end of the spectrum, you could have a team in the West and a team in the South that are not actually a 5-11 and 11 team or 4-12 and 12 team. They're actually more like an 8-8, eight and eight, but they've just come unstuck in a couple of divisional games. But that's just the nature of the divisions and how, the, how it's set up. Yeah, um, I mean, you've obviously said in passwords that you don't think the Bucs are that much to be feared. 
No, I don't think so. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. Brady's there, Gronk's there, um, but I mean, great receivers. McCoy. I mean, the receivers is a big thing. Um, I don't know. I'm a little bit more like skeptical. Like, I'm a little bit like Elizabeth Browns. I'll believe it when I see it. If they come out and the three and zero after three games and they're flying and they look good, then fine. But at the minute, I'm just a little bit like they've not done anything. They, they were a seven and nine team last year. And you've traded away a gunslinger quarterback. Yeah, all right, he's thrown 30 picks, but Brady isn't going to throw for 5,000 yards next year. So you lose your yards on the field. So he won't need to. He won't need to because he'll score. And because he scores, they won't have to keep getting the ball and driving deep. He'll, well, no, probably he'll, not. They'll do all right. I think they'll be all right. I've, I've said. I think. Uh, I think I had them nine and seven when we did our when we did our divisional predictions. Uh, but I don't think they'll be. I think the Saints are still the kings of the south. To be clear, I feel like nine and seven is the place a lot of people have put them. I think. Yeah, but I, I mean, I feel like people form. are talking up like they're going to the Super Bowl and they're going to win it, and I'm like, no. They'll find the form <laughs> later than we all think. They probably could have done with a preseason themselves. Yeah, 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 definitely. I'm not as out on the books as Chris is. Chris is really out on the books. He's just yeah, out Chris on Brady. Chris would be standing yeah, yeah. I'm in the New England if they're both still there. Uh, right, we can uh, move on to the next award. Um, we're yeah. going to go Offensive Player of the Year. Um, Who's going first? Come on, Luke. We'll keep circling back around. Uh, oh, I was like being in the middle <laughs> I'm going with Christian McCaffrey. Uh, he was well on um, on pace to do it last year, and I think he just sort of tailed out towards the end. And obviously, Michael Thomas had a great year, but I think it's only time will tell. Uh, he will eventually win an offensive player of the year because I think he is that yeah. good, and I think this is the year he'll do it because I think the offense is going to have to lean on him a lot with Teddy there. Um, the receivers are still a little bit young. They're fairly new. Two and three year receivers. They're not established receivers in the in the league. And I think they'll just massively lean on McCaffrey again like, like they have done. And I think it's his year. I think he'll go a thousand, a thousand again. And I think he'll do it. I think he is um he is the Carolina Panthers now. Yeah. He's the face of the franchise, that's why I'm fairly third place. And I, I have him in the same position. <clears throat> Might as well reveal that now. Um, just for the same reasons, I feel like he's an absolute game changer. Um, yeah. It's fun to watch it's, as well. It's, it, I was watching Red Zone last year and you just, and you're just like, oh, they've got the Patriots game and Brady's meticulously driving down the field for 10 minutes and then like two times in those 10 minutes he puts and Christian McCaffrey's run for 60 yards for the end zone twice. Yeah, flipping other people into the end zone. Like I say, yeah. I think he just sort of tailed off last year. I think he was, he was well on pace for it. He just, but he didn't tail off with his numbers. His numbers were still solid and still worthy of winning it. I think nearer to the end of the season when the votes start was yeah. when he needed to be hitting that elite form, whereas it felt like weeks one to six were when he was really electric. It's because he was yeah. on a poor side. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah that doesn't really mean, but if, you, if you're on a team... If you're on a poor side in the, in the league, a, you don't yeah, tend to do the wall. No, he was on a poor side. And 
somebody was on an excellent side and really went for well those couple of players who he broke a lot of records as well Thomas didn't he with his reception yeah. and what have you and 100 yard games and all that sort of stuff yeah yeah. we're talking about the best of the best aren't we yeah. and to be the third or fourth best of the best isn't bad is it no, I mean he, he's he was in the conversation. I think like, he was in the he's been in the conversation he'd, a lot. He'd, he'd have had votes. He'd have definitely had votes. Yeah. For I mean, he'd have pro- I think he had he'd have probably had MVP votes if it wasn't for you know Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Well, that, funnily, enough. funnily enough, <laughs> nice funnily, is that a segue into you? Is that that's a segue? You're talking probably the most talented team in the league with the best roster is the Ravens and I, I just think he's pretty special Jackson and I'd, I think with keeping the offensive coordinator if they'd lost the offensive coordinator I may not have done but he, he's very good at building around him and I, I just think he, he's a special athlete yeah they've got continuity as well loads of continuity and that will really help this season more than any other. Yeah, I think you'll see more teams because it, it's like a 50% chance that isn't there for a playoff team not to go back the following year. But I think we'll see more teams returning to the playoffs this season than for quite a few seasons because continuity is really key yeah. with a very shortened off-season. Yeah, I've said before, you don't see... Um... <clears throat> It's not that often that you see what a 13, 14 win team can actually get better in the off season, and they've made the right moves to actually get better. They have. They, they look. They look really good. Uh, I say they look good. Right. Did draft a running back? Yeah, you picked Lamar Jackson, mate. Let me pull up the draft. I feel like well, the MVP one was, was quite easy, wasn't it? If if Lamar has a season even similar to last year, he's winning MVP. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be in that talk of offensive. Yeah, they took J.K. Dobbins just to interrupt you, Ben. J.K. Dobbins, all right. Yeah, yeah. That was my second guy for offensive player, uh, offensive rookie of the year. So you just had to look up on the internet for who you thought was going to be the offensive rookie of the year. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah, I, I, to be fair, I, when I was looking, when I was thinking about the offensive player of the year, I, I did sort of think Lamar. Um, I was sort of woman and hour about him, but I finally decided to go with McCaffrey. It's a little bit of a strange award, really, because if a quarterback wins it, then chances are he's won MVP. And if any other position wins it, then chances are they were playing at an MVP level, but yeah. they didn't want to give the MVP to that player. Yeah. So they just gave him the offensive player of the year. Like it happened to Gurley. I think Brady won MVP that year. And it was just crazy. Gurley was absolutely amazing. And should have won MVP, but they don't really, very rarely give it to non quarterbacks Yeah, I mean, it's, I think I've read something like it's only ever gone to Three defensive players. Um, a wide receiver has never actually won um, 
They don't win very often win awards, do they? I know obviously Michael Thomas, but it's been a long time since I think it was Jerry Rice, the last receiver to win offensive player of the year. I think considering receivers sell tickets. Yeah. They sell tickets and highly entertaining, but they don't win awards the same. No. The wide receiver play that we have, I think we should actually consider some of them, to be honest. You know, I mean, if some of this was back in, some of the wide receivers that we have now were around 20, 30 years ago, they'd have been winning MVPs all the time. I think Mike Evans is probably one of the, in a good slot to do it in Tampa. Yeah. I really do. Uh, Yeah. So, to move on to the the one I struggled with was, Defensive Player of the Year. I really like. I couldn't think of um, really anyone to get to. Um, oh, I can. Two players. Go on then, Paul. Two players. You, you want playmakers. You want people who can play in the box. People who can range around the back. People who you can scheme things up for. And the people who play at your back end, aren't they? So I, I really think uh, Minka Fix Patrick stands a good chance for a really fancy doing, James. Well, that was it. I, I forgot about him. Traitor. <laughs> <laughs> but he's been an absolute revelation. Though. Uh, and I think Derwin James coming off his injury will be too. Uh, it could be either of them too. I think it's one of them awards that gets overlooked. Defensive player of the year. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, Does it go to the sack leader? Yeah, the sack leader. It's all DBs really struggle to win that award. They have to have like ridiculous stats like to win it. There's a new breed though. This new breed of like your, your hybrid safety, isn't there? That are coming up, and I don't know. I think there's, I think those two, the way that the league's looking at these players now, particularly with the tight ends, and if they can guard the tight, the dominant tight ends as well. Uh, yeah, it could be wrong. He could just be an edge rusher again, couldn't he? Who gets 14 sacks, 15 sacks. Um, oh, he's the, there's a player for Arizona who said he's he's going to try and break the sack record this year. Is it? Chandler Jones. Yeah. He could, it was so weird how he worded it. Or did he not try last year? Well, yeah, that was how he said it. He was like, I'll probably <laughs> just like do it this year. like. And it was like, oh, why have you not done it every year you've been in the league? The way he, yeah. it was just strange how he worded it. Like he's been he's been holding it in, he's just been waiting for the right moment to, yeah. to break Wait, it. Yeah. 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 Stop doing that. Yeah, I can't do that. He's give up on a couple and let other people do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I do want it last year, but you know, I thought they'll let someone else have a go. Because and then we only won nine games. Oh yeah. I mean it's only talk, isn't it? They're just trying to generate people to chat well, to I think um, Minka Fitzpatrick he, he's fantastic. I don't think I've. I've to win it. Come on, Ben, say it how it is. <laughs> every single time I've ever watched him play, I think he's he steals attention away from everything else. And that's everything where he does is great. Player of the year comes. Yeah, defensive player of the year comes from that because you just want to watch him and he's everywhere. Where's the ball? Oh, there yeah. he is. Where's the ball? There he is. Wherever it is, he's there. He was stuck in a place that he hated, and he's gone to somewhere that he clearly likes, and he's he's playing like he enjoys football again. Well, look at that the kids. It's a lovely kid. Again, though, it goes back to a poor side. They were a poor team last year, and that no, they, they, they were a good side with a poor quarterback. Yeah, yeah. If you didn't have to drop your DBs on ten yards, it was easy, wasn't it? 
Who's your offensive player, Ben? Uh, my defensive player. This is what I legitimately could not think of one. I can just chuck out a random name. Let's go Aaron Donald. He always seems to win something, doesn't he? I've got Aaron Donald. He's having, think, a, he's having a bit of a down year, didn't he? Last year. Let's give him another... I don't, the thing is, the thing is, I don't, I don't really think... He sort of... He didn't so much have a down year, it just didn't put up the same number of sacks. And I know that sounds stupid, we'll obviously yeah. have a down year, but... I don't mean he was still just as effective and he was still just as disruptive and he was still such a big part of the LA defence. It's just that he didn't put up them same sort of gaudy numbers. I mean, he was at one point the year, the second year he won Defensive Player of the Year. I don't think he was far off potentially breaking the sack record. With about five games to go, he was into the shout and the sacks just dried up a little bit. But yeah, I've gone Donald. I think, for me, he's the best defensive player in football. If he wants to wreck a game, he'll wreck a game. And if, if he plays to his capability, capabilities, then I think he wins it. I think two years ago, I could have easy, you could have easily made a show that Aaron Donald should have got some MVP votes. Yeah. Because he was, I think it was like he got, it was 11, he was on 11 sacks or something when I read the start and it was, he was double covered on seventy percent of his plays. Oh, it's crazy the amount yeah. of uh, the amount of offenses put into him and how they um, skew against him and And he might find himself in more situations where he's now double covered, triple covered and it's other people that are getting the stats, but Well that's what happens. Like last year Clay Matthews I think finished on like five sacks and yeah. Clay Matthews is not very good anymore. Same with Dante Fowler. The the amount of sacks he gets for other players is crazy. Like he'll push the pocket, he'll move this player, he'll move that player. The QB moves and just falls into the ramp Sometimes I know um, Chris Sims a few years ago. I listened to his podcast with Adam Lefko. I don't know if either of you listened to it. And they used to always talk about players who they used to call it the fuck the play up stat. So they used to give a shout out every week for a guy that doesn't get any credit, usually the big D-line and big DTs. Yeah, interior D-line. Give them credit, your type of like Chris Jones, your Fletcher Cox, your Aaron Donald, uh, Gino Atkins, all these sort of defensive tackles and interior D-linemen that mess up plays, play after play, but they don't get a sack or they don't get a tackle for a loss. And some edge guy gets it or some linebacker gets a pass defended and it's massively on those players and they are starting to get recognised. I think those players are starting, I mean, they're starting to get paid and people are appreciating them massively. Mm. Yeah, so it goes a lot under the radar, the extra things that are done to get other players' stats. Yeah. So, I suppose this only applies for anyone watching the, the video format, but um, we have had to record on two separate days to get this done due to some technical issues. But we're, we're back to finish off the video. Um, and we're going to start with Comeback Player of the Year. We're going to go to Luke. Uh, well, we did a Comeback Player of the Year when we were doing our hot takes, bold takes, however we want to call it. And uh, I came out with uh, Cam Newton um, to the Steelers. Obviously, he's not at the Steelers, but I'm going to stick with Cam Newton for Comeback Player of the Year. 
Um, I mean, it's a difficult one to, to guess because what 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 decides if they've come back from like how many games do you have to miss? Do you have to miss the whole year? Do you have to miss half the year? But um, yeah, I'm going to go with Karma. I think who knows what he's going to be like at the Patriots. The Patriots have lost a lot of players um, due to opting out for the season. So they are a massive question mark. Uh, they've still got arguably the best coach ever at the helm, so we'll see. But yeah, Cam's my pick for comeback player of the year. Uh, I saw the um, saw the video of him dancing in Patriots camp. Yeah, I've no that's, idea what that was about. He needs to stop doing um, that. That's, that's not a bit different to any other Patriots camp. Someone's having fun. That's, yeah, yeah. That's why Tom Brady left. Maybe if we were allowed to dance, Tom Brady would still be there. He can't dance. You see Tom Brady busting out some moves in practice. No. <laughs> yeah, Tom Brady's like me, a big stiff idiot. <laughs> yeah, I reckon he could do it. No, I don't like the orange on them Buccaneers <clears throat> practice uniforms. No, I know what you mean. I, think I quite like the kit, though. That was, it was a decent, decent yeah. uh, new kit they've got. But, uh, Cam Newton's, yeah, weird one. I think we're just... Um, I think they're trying think to get Justin Fields next year. Yeah. So they're just getting a, a mobile quarterback this year to sort of learn how it might work. It might work well. Like I say, it might work well for Cam because they may simplify it a lot, make it very simple, um, make it a lot more easier for him to digest. And um, don't get me wrong, I don't think yeah. we're going to, I don't think MVP Cam will ever. Play in the National Football League. I don't think, I don't think he has that in him anymore. But we could see a lesser version of it. Who knows? Depends what type of hits he's taking because he might not even play the whole season. Thinking was it in Cam's first few years they actually um, they simplified his playbook over at um, Carolina. Yeah, and that's probably the best Cam Newton that we've seen then first few years. Yeah. Um, and yeah. since then, so I don't know whether they started adding more complex stuff. But the Patriots yeah, I think, always I think been the a complex took system. a lot of took a toll, big toll on Cam. Yeah. Um, I mean, last year was just a bit weird because he was playing, and then he clearly wasn't right because he played. He started the season, and then he um, he was sort of out injured. But yeah, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. The dude's never been right since he didn't dive on the fumble, and I will forever say that. Yes, it was never a good look for him that. Because yeah. it popped up not so long ago, I felt like it was circulating round. Yeah, it's, it was never a good look that. Yeah, so we've got uh, we've got one Cam Newton at Comeback Player of the Year. Uh, Paul? I had him at two. I it was my second one. Uh, I don't think you need to uh, simplify much for Cam Newton. He's a pro. He's been around the league long enough. What you might have to do is call, call plays that suit him. Yeah. Just just build your offense around him. Yeah, uh, it's because yeah, we have this thing, don't we, where we say simplify, but really it's down to the offensive coordinators to call plays that suit what their quarterbacks will do. I mean, look at Lamar Jackson. You yeah, stuck him in the Patriots. He, he might not do it, but they've got Greg Roman there, and he's just built everything around him. Everything is done to help him flourish, and they've made him the focal point, and off he goes. Yeah. Uh, I, I considered as well perhaps Matt Stafford. 
but I don't think Detroit will do well enough. Uh, you've got Trent Williams, but he's not a skilled player, so I think he'll go really well for the 49ers. But I think the one that will have a massive impact on his return is Big Ben. I just think he will... They were quite poor last year, but it was mainly due to the trouble a quarterback. If he's 75%, he's going to go really well, and the Steelers are right back in it. Yeah, the, yeah. the guys they had a quarterback last year were poor, poor quarterbacks, like not even worth being like the backups at best, all those guys they had starting last year. And that was a very good team. And like you say, if, if he can come back and elevate it slightly, the Steelers are going to be a, a tough team to play next year. If he comes back at 75%, he elevates it massively. The, the fellas are a winner and has been a winner since he arrived. He, he's really good. I really rate him. Yeah. Um, again, I, I don't think I'm as as keen on Big Ben. As, um, he's fun to watch, but I don't think I'm as keen on um, as keen on him as some people are. I think he's, um, his days are limited in the NFL now. Oh, God, yeah. He's 38. Well, I know, but you know, like, the game's moved away from him massively. I mean, he's got his ring. He's um, very well accomplished. I think all him, really. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> it's all opinions, isn't it? All opinions. I think Roethlisberger yeah. and you both go really, really well this year. It always, to be fair, the comeback player of the year is always someone you least expect. Like no one would have, no one sat. Last year, and said Ryan Tannehill will win comeback player of the year. No one the reason it. for that, though, isn't there? A massive reason for that. I mean, to come back, you've really got to have been quite good in the first place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He didn't feel like Ben's going to throw out Marcus Mariota. He's going to steal the job off Derek Carr and take the greatest of the spirit of the I did think about it at one point because um, obviously we don't know how much. Um, John Gruden actually likes actually likes Derek Carey. It doesn't seem like their relationship is great at the best no, of times. Together, well, let's put it this way. I think they can get out of his contract at the end of this season. So if they're not looking to extend it properly now, they're probably not ready, are they? No. Maybe at home for Aaron Rodgers. Could you really see Aaron Rodgers in Las Vegas? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be interesting. I can um, see. I'd love to watch Aaron Rodgers and the Gruden. Yeah, think that before. It's obviously it'd obviously be a, an aging Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but we'll see what. Still got it, though. He's still got it. But I think Aaron Rodgers has got. Um, I think it's two years before they can probably trade him without having to swallow loads of that huge contract. Yeah. Maybe maybe they timed it right with Jordan Love. Who knows? Yeah. They were trying to repeat what they did with Rodgers and Favre, aren't they? That's all. Yeah. Draft him a couple of years early. Sit him. Let him watch. No pressure. I mean, a lot of teams will go for the very cheap rookie quarterback and try and build around them by the cheap. But they're going the different route. The the old route, the old drafting stand over the clipboard for a couple of years. Well, obviously, Green Bay is the... Um... The only um, small market team still around, and they don't have an owner. They are 
publicly owned, so it's um, always a bit weird whatever goes on in the organisation. Mm. But um, yeah, so we've got a Cam Newton, we've got a Ben Roethlisberger. Um, I have, I'm, I'm going to change. I have two. <laughs> I have a, so my my first one. I, have, I say uh, the stairs have to align, and I'm saying week one that Dak Prescott throws four picks in the first quarter because he's too busy raging about oh. his thirty-five million dollar contract that he didn't get. Nurses out of bed again. Making making stupid videos with a uh, with dude perfect over the past week, just throwing one ball. Now nah, maybe try and get better, right? <laughs> Uh, Andy Dalton is going to be a comeback player of the year. The Red Rifle. The Red Rifle. Dak's going to have to be arrested and sued for that to happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, I don't know. Let's call him the, the Blue Bomber. He'll change his hair for, for Dallas. If he started all 16 games within that system, then he'd have a really good chance of being comeback player of the year. But he's not going to play. And he's not going to somewhere. He's, he's going to be Taysom Hill. He's going to be the next Taysom Hill. How about that one? <laughs> no, he's just not. He's <laughs> starting at tight end doing some blocks, Andy Dalton. He's big enough. <laughs> that's Maybe that's where Big Ben can play this year and that's where he'll get comeback player of the year. He can play at the end, can't he, or tight end? Yeah. Massive. That, that matchup, him versus Gronk, would be um, something to watch. <laughs> yeah, um, I have a, I do have a, a slightly more serious one that's quite Good. practical. Is uh, Miles Garrett? Yeah, obviously coming off quite a low point um, and missing a lot of the season. I, I've said multiple times I like I like the Cleveland Browns this year to actually do a bit better and for them to finish second in their division and maybe just edge out a playoff spot. But Miles Garrett's still a great def- like defensive end. He can still get multiple sacks. And I think coming off the low point and people sort of, you know, he's, he's lost a lot of stock from yeah, that incident. The only, the only issue I'd have with that is, has he gone away enough to be a comeback player? Because, okay, he got banned because it was a bit ridiculous clubbing somebody over the head with your lid. But... I think he had a pretty reasonable season up until that point. Yeah, it just goes back to what they decide to vote for. Yeah, criteria. If it fits the criteria, yeah. Really good year that he's in defensive, like player of the year category, and then it's like, oh, we can't give him that because he's not quite reached the level. But oh, there's there's a good award for him. I don't know. Maybe there's somewhere there's there's a thing that says you have to you have to miss X amount percentage of the season. But I'm not aware of it. Should we, uh, I'll see if there's any specific criteria. Um, well, we might have to reshoot this if there is. <laughs> Third time looking. <laughs> no, I'm sticking to Cam. Cam missed most of the year. Yeah, he does. He's uh, roughly spoken. Yeah. yeah. Most wins, Chad Pennington. I don't know. That one. There we go. That's just oh, yeah. No, it doesn't say there's any specific criteria. I think you just have to... No, I think it's just a feeling that people have. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's someone that you didn't really think of as an award winner and a, a good talent the year before. Or like, at some point, and then you... I think the, I think the criteria is they have to have been someone 
for some reason went away, whether it was a loss of form or an injury, uh, and then came back. Yeah. Because uh, otherwise, got, otherwise you're a breakout player, aren't yeah, you? If you've never done anything. Normally injured guys in it. They have a year out, ACL, come back and hit the ground running type thing. Gronk? Gronk's somebody who could do it. Probably was. Yeah, I would hate it if Gronk did it, because if Gronk did it, then the Bucks are going to be in, and I don't want the Bucks to do that. <laughs> uh, moving on to the um, to the big award of the year. Um, we've got to go MVP. Uh, I'm picking Russell Wilson for mine. I've argued multiple times, best quarterback in the league, insanely accurate. He steals everyone's eyes. I don't know, he just wins games on his own, and that's something that you can't deny. And Seattle are going to go really well this year. You know that they don't face a top 10 quarterback all season. They fucking Jared Goff twice a year, though, don't they? <laughs> As I said, they don't, <laughs> they don't face a top 10 quarterback all season so they're going to be a right in the eye because they're going to win a lot of matches so yeah yeah, yeah, yeah I, like, I like Russell Wilson I, I put him I put him at clear number two quarterback in the league for me I think he's pretty comfortable in that position um, it's crazy to think he's been in the league sort of playing as well as he has so long and never won an award like this it would be outrageous to think that he may I think he will win one, but it would be outrageous if he never did. Um, yeah. You just have to have an ex- exceptionally good year to win MVP. It's unless you sort of name Tom Brady, then he just gets it when it's a so-so year and everyone else has been not quite good enough. But yeah, he needs to elevate it. He needs to do something different. He needs to have like a lot of rush yards, or he needs to push in high in the. Uh, in the TD columns and yeah, not so much yards, but yeah. them as a team need to be up near the one seed, I think, as well. To be, I think, I mean, yeah. I think for considering looking at last year and his wide receiver call wasn't like too strong, and obviously DK Metcalf is going to look a lot better this year uh, than he did last year. He looked great at the end of the year, but um, and then Tyler Lockett's always going to be his shifty sort of slot receiver and he might put up a f- some bigger numbers than he has done in the past yeah they're, they're moving massively towards an offensive led team yeah. the, the, the legion of boom is well and truly well it's on its last player um, if you I mean if you count Bobby Wagner himself but the defence isn't great now and it is purely Russell Wilson's team and they are shifting towards more of an offensive-branded team. It's, a, it's an arms race, isn't it? If you want to beat Kansas City, you're going to have to put up a lot of points. Yeah. But that's what we're getting into now at the moment because, because an offensive not team... Teams, not many teams in the league at the minute can stop um, Kansas. So you've got to outscore them. If you want to beat them, you're going to have to outscore them. Yeah, but uh, that's, that's my pick. Um MVP Russell Wilson or Paul? Yes. I mean, I really like Lamar Jackson and I know it's really hard to back it up and go again. But very talented offence. Not really lost anyone. Added to it. Uh, offensive coordinator who knows how to call plays for him. Really, really good. 
Um, I'm going to do a Ben and have a little bit of a left fielder one though, which is my backup one, which is the one I'd probably put money on if it was going to because you get better odds. And I just think his side, they just, in skill positions on offence, they just got loads with Beckham. Uh, they've got Landry, Nick Chubb, uh, a couple of very good tight ends. Is he going where I think he's going? <laughs> I'm going. They've got they've got a proper coach now, haven't they? Stefanski, isn't he? He'll sort it out. It's I just I just think that he's going to have a a really big season. Whether it's people, if you if you've got a tenor, if you've got a tenner, you're going to get quite good odds on that, and he's going to put a lot of passing yards up this yeah. year. Well, Plus, the defense isn't great. Because you've got to look, because the defence isn't great. They're going to get have to score a lot of points to win games. So, they're going to push the ball, aren't they? Yeah. And, well, you've still not said his name, Paul. I, I find it hard to say Baker Mayfield. <laughs> <laughs> well, well no. my MVP is an actual good quarterback. He's, for me, best player in the league or top two talking Aaron Donald, Patrick Mahomes, number one quarterback. Um, I think he was he was on course, not on course to win it, but he started out hot last year for four games, obviously got injured, came back, he came back a little bit sluggish, but didn't matter in the end because they got the ultimate prize in February, January. Um, yeah, like I said, I think he's the best quarterback in the league. Um, he'll put up ridiculous numbers again their offence has only got better um, Paul's already mentioned the draft pick they took um, Edward Tuller in the first round it's just like pure luxury pick for them yeah. McCall Hardman's got another year in the system and looks like a player Travis Kelsey's still knocking about this it's not it's showing no signs of slowing down um, the only thing that Patrick Mahomes possibly as against him is he sets such high standards for himself and if he doesn't reach them then he's not had as good a year even if it's an outrageous season it's not quite what he did two years ago um, I believe that's maybe what's hindered Aaron Rodgers over the last few years maybe not last couple of years but throughout his career because he's set such high standards for himself when he has had slightly down years where he's not in those heights, it's seen as a poor year, even though he's playing at the best at a level that no one else was. Um, but as a QB, I, I can't see for me, Pat Holmes position, the MVP's a QB. Uh, so yeah, Patrick Holmes for me. Yeah, um, I still can't believe that the most sensible person with NFL things has just picked Baker Mayfield to win an MVP award. Technically, I didn't pick him to, to win it. I just said he'd be a notable, and I think he's in the shelves. As you would see, I did put him in for the uh, Comeback Player of the Year award. He's also immediately he... just like denied that he's done it. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I said I'd risk a tenner on it because you get good odds. I, I do think Lamar Jackson sounds give better. Give me a tenner, Paul. I'll give you odds. I'll give you odds. What odds do you want? And I'll give you a huge 
you give me a tenner and I'll pay you if you want. Just give me a house, the odds are yeah. not for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you mean a tenner and I'll be bucky. <laughs> oh, will you put him up when he's almost been? Just bought a house for a tenner. Absolutely no way, I don't, I'm again, I've said this before, I've said it in previous uh, episodes and I, I felt the same way about the Browns last year. I still have seen it. Browns are still not a good team. and They've got to do it. it. When, they, when I say it, fine, but I've not seen it. I, I feel the same way about the Arizona Cardinals. There's a lot of hype around these teams. And, ah, but they're only in the first year of the window, Arizona. Oh yeah, I know, but people are talking about it like, they're going to knock off the 49ers and like, they've got a long way to go in that NFC West for me they're still the, the poorest side but maybe I've got roast and two glasses as a Rams fan the third worst side no the Rams the, the Rams are below them at the moment this is what's annoying me I've just read an article <laughs> it's, it is frustrating me because I think of people He's gone. As people forgot that Sean McVay is not one of the best sport, uh, coaches in the league. Like, Sean McVay is not a losing season since he's been with LA. Trust me, we'll be all right next year. <laughs> we'll be all Just right. He's always gone. <laughs> next, next bit, Ben. Next bit. He's still going. <laughs> move on, move on. <laughs> Oh, I thought it'd be easy, but that was just easier than that. That, um, <laughs> Sorry, that wraps up our, our um, awards segment and our, our predictions, anyway, for the awards. At the end of the year, I suppose, uh, before I go on to my, um, my next uh, little segment, I'll just uh, say that we're, next week we're going to start covering the Bandits Fantasy Football League. Starting with, we're going to show you some clips from our draft, hopefully um, some funny moments. Like last year, someone to have taken a tight end first overall. Um, <laughs> still baffled. But yeah, so. Um, me, so me selecting Baker Mayfield with the first pick. You have to, you know. Yeah, Paul's, Paul's first pick. Baker. Baker Mayfield ain't on your team. Yeah. I'm going to be disappointed. Go and get your guy, Paul. <laughs> I mean, first, first overall pick is, is yours truly, so. Who are you picking, Ben? You're yeah. picking. I'm picking. I'm picking my pick for the offensive player of the year. I'm picking Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't. I don't think there's a question about number one being this yeah. year. I don't think there's a. I think it's McCaffrey and then a gap. Yeah. I think, you don't. I think, you don't talk I think about two, three, four, five is a really. I feel like every league. For those four picks, we'll have a different order. Yeah. Thousands of them. But yeah. a lot of these will have so many different sort of orders. Yeah. Because uh, there's just so many different options and there's no clear number two. I got, um, I think I got lucky last year. I didn't do insanely well in the league, but um, <laughs> before we did the draft, my um, was um, stood outside and my brother goes to me, I think Lamar Jackson might be an okay pick this year. Um, so um, I picked Lamar Jackson before him. I was one spot above him. <laughs> one spot above him, and you stole it. Yeah. Yeah, that's why you can't talk to people. Like, it's all right saying who you're going to pick. It's all right if you're but I'm keeping my cards close to my chest, not letting anyone into yeah. 
into my thought process. I'm not touching a QB till round five at the earliest. Round five. Baker at one. Baker Mayfield is still going to be there, so. Baker, Baker the first. Baker will still be knocking about in the 15th. Paul, you just get in there. Yeah. I'll trade you the first. I'll take if you promise to pick Baker. <laughs> Would you pick Paul? What's your position? Actually, actually, I think I'm fifth. I'm oh, just wow. thinking. You'll give me the first overall pick if I pick Baker. No, you have to pick him first overall. I'm also going always... back on this. This is a joke deal. Ah, uh, right. Okay. <laughs> I, I thought to saw. I won't get him in the. <laughs> Paul's right okay. on the contract. Save, save it all. <laughs> save it all for next week. Um, <laughs> so uh, my my little segment to uh, to close it off this week. I've got a, I've compiled a short list. I've got the top five players in the league who anger me the most. So so let's let's, let's get pumped for this. So we've got number five, Dak Prescott. Already touched on him. Touched on him already. Um, maybe try Did getting like better it? than standing out in the sun and breaking you you like your little bubbles go and making videos would do perfect I'm Get curious a new contract when did when did your hate of that start like have you just hated him in the last sort of year since the whole contract thing or did you hate him prior to that uh, <laughs> I don't mind that I'm not a loser I think my hate started. Um, I didn't think he was a lead. I know that. Um, I think that was a. There was a lot of talk a few years ago about Dak being a lead. He got a lot of hype early on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was. Um, I was adamant that he wasn't. Um, and then I think when the whole contract thing did start, I think that's when it really sparked up. I thought, you know, there's this. I mentioned in my own video, there's there's two quarterbacks that I'd pay. 35 million and upwards, and that's Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes. And like, you really can't compare. Well, we've already said top two, aren't they? They're in a league of their own, so no. I agree, no one should be getting money like that. But that's just the way the QB market goes. It resets itself every couple of years because guys get paid more money. I, I think the, um, I think this one year, this is he. His franchise tag store, I think it's he's going to be on like twenty eight mil a year. I think that's a good that's a good spot for him to sort of prove himself. But like I said, it's that he angers me. So let's not start rewarding him. You're trying Does to turn me on this one, Luke. And right, I don't like that, it. That's a dick. It doesn't bother me as Dak Prescott. He's just the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, and they just all anger me. <laughs> My only hate of Dak Prescott is that he's in the same draft as Jared Goff, so. They're constantly compared. We're not going to be better. Man, if, you want, if you want to know what's better, go and watch the, uh, the top 40 QB list. <laughs> Spoiler alert, Paul, you're number one. <laughs> Mooney got 40. Mooney got 40. Behind Jared Stidham. Yeah. So. Dak Prescott, number five, you need to you need to play better and show what you're worth rather than demanding money that I don't think you're worth. Going you have two playoff appearances. Right. Number four is Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> um, 
the trend is obviously arrogant players so far. Um, I think Jalen Ramsey yeah. has just irritated me in the sense it was 2017, 2018, and yeah, you were good top corner in the league and he probably can reach that level again. But show me don't don't act don't just act up. Show what you're worth. Actually play and carry a team on your back. If the team's losing, then you've got to be that cornerstone. You know, you, the Rams have traded three draft picks for you. you. Can't just sit around doing nothing next year. Yeah, it's, it is a big year for, for Ramsey. Yeah. I know what you mean. He is. He does cheer up a lot. Um, it's just that arrogance of being elite at his uh, position and one of the best cornerbacks in the world. I don't want to say stupid to say because yeah. it's only really a country that has that level of performance. But um, yeah, he's, he's not the top corner in the league at the minute. I'd still put him in that top five bracket, but maybe you're right. Maybe he's still talking like he's number one. I think I think the chirps I can handle. I think it's more of a, um, you know, you're being, you're supposed to be sort of the face of. He was supposed to be the face of the, the Jacksonville defense, and when things started going wrong, he just he didn't show up. It's like he vanished. He actually um, said um, on hard knocks that getting traded to the Rams was the best day of his life. So yeah. he obviously wasn't very happy in Jacksonville. But we'll, see, we'll see where it goes. Uh, number three is um, Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, I've, made this point, I've made this point off, um, off the show to, to Charlie before. I think he's not even the best receiver on his team. I think um, Jarvis Landry is a better receiver. In all aspects, he's he's the person who's going to get a hundred catches a year, and he's going to get the yards. He might not get ten touchdowns and all the flashy one-handed catches, but he's actually going to carry a team. Whereas I don't think I've seen that leadership from OBJ. I never saw it in New York when he was supposed to be again the face of the franchise, which is something that I I look for in a lot of people. I think that's why I like Russell Wilson so much. Yeah, I think he had one great catch that made him a star and he's never looked back. He's never thought he needed to improve since then. And that horrible boat trip in 2013 was just... Yeah, that wasn't a good look. <laughs> I, I, like, I like Odell. Like, I, I don't like him so much as a person. I know where you're coming from there. He's, he's sort of very arrogant and doesn't he's not backed it up for quite a number of years, but... I definitely think he's he is capable of being a number one wide receiver in the league. I think he has those attributes and he can definitely reach that level. But right now, this minute, he is not um, close to that group. Yeah. Um, yeah, so OBJ at number three. And I think um, number two will be the one that most people agree with. Uh, Michael Thomas. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> I hate Michael Thomas. Um, keyboard warrior. Um, so what? You made 140 something catches. You've never done it before. You run 30 slants a game and get targeted 500 times a game. It's it's not great. Show me that you can do even what I think Odell Beckham Jr. is 
a better player than Michael Thomas. By far. I think you've been gifted with one of the best quarterbacks that's ever been around and you're just going to run slants and somehow you're happy with it. There's better receivers that don't get anywhere near enough attention that he does. According to Madden, he's the best receiver in the league. So, and um, He's definitely up there. He's showing up recently, but yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of Michael Thomas, like you say. He's a keyboard warrior and he's been um, Number one, I think uh, this is the one that actually the person who annoys me like deep down is Aaron Rodgers. It's my number one. Um, Aaron Rodgers angers me just due to the fact that I think he should be the best quarterback in the league. And a few years ago, I truly believed that. Um, he's given up. I don't think he cares about football. I don't think he wants to play in Green Bay. I think he wants to go and play golf or whatever he wants to do in his off time. I don't think you can have someone in your own uh, system who is so willing to call out other teammates, call out coaches, call out the media, call out everyone when something goes wrong. Um, and anyone who says that he doesn't have anything to throw to, he's got Devontae Adams. A lot of people don't have a Devontae Adams. I just I can't get my head around it. I think he led, he led the league in throwaways for the past two years. And there's, there's clips where Devontae Adams is triple covered. It's like, so clearly there's someone else open on the field. Why are you throwing it away? He has had a, a massive chip on his shoulder from day one, Aaron Rodgers. The whole 49ers thing, and then he went to Green Bay, and then the sort of the rookie year and the year of sort of a couple of years after with Brett Favre and that relationship. So, yeah, he's, um, I know where you're coming from. Again, he's, he's sort of, he's sort of an attitude of adult care, and it's not always something you want from quarterback. Uh, like you say, basically franchise. Yeah. Um, let's let's put it this way. Everyone's biggest grief with Jay Cutler was the fact that he didn't care. Now, I'm not saying Jay Cutler was anywhere near as good as Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. But why isn't everyone's grief with Aaron Rodgers the fact that he doesn't care? Probably because he's good. So he gets away with it. This It's time that we stop that. He's carried that team for so long. Like that team, they've had some shit teams we've been. And he's taken the playoffs and NFC Championship games. I think that's probably why. In a way, he probably looks over at at teams like the Patriots and Kansas and the Saints and all these teams that have these great coaches who scheme up and have innovative plays and attack the trade market, attack free agency depending on how they feel about drafting whereas in Green Bay they've always just sort of like let him get on with it and I mean maybe that's why he's he's, he's not happy. I think he is still that um, that California kid who didn't get drafted by his favourite team Yeah he's still um, there, I still think that eats away at him probably it's, Yeah I think it still eats away at him and I think I think now in his career I think He's given up on Green Bay, and I think he wants. I think he wants his shot with one of like the big, big franchises. He wants to do a Brady. He wants to have the last year or two somewhere else. I think he wants his shot with you know the 
sort of the, the 49ers of the league or maybe even I've seen a few Dallas Cowboys rumours. Yeah, well, the, the Jordan Love draft pick hasn't um, slowed that rumour mill down. He's still, he's, it's even lit a fire under him and we're going to see MVP Aaron Rodgers and we're all going to look daft for not saying his name or we're going to see Aaron Rodgers who really doesn't give a shit and wants out. I mean, if it's crap, then we can call him for comeback player of the year for 2021, so. Yeah, I was yeah. jammed in Vegas with Gruden. <laughs> yeah, so top five players that anger me. Dak, Ramsey, OBJ, Michael Thomas, Aaron Rodgers. Sort your shit out. I'd like to know Paul's top five. I know we can't do it now, but Paul, I think you should think of your top five because don't feel like you have a lot of hate in you. When we have a, you should do it for next week. And when we have um, when we have time in between draft picks, we'll just ask you. Yeah, just chirp up and be like, Paul is here. Players who do stupid things, like you have bags of talent and get arrested, they annoy me more than anything. The yeah, other stuff. No, Baker's great. Hey everyone, thanks for watching. If you enjoyed the video, please remember to like and subscribe for more content from us. And check out all of our social media links down in the description, Spotify, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Remember to watch all the other content on The Bandit Show. And see you next time.